Um, speaking of Bolsonaro, I want to do this one. So this yeah. is uh, Trump with Bolsonaro holding a flamethrower, and then the at the guy basically getting his hair burnt to shreds, and it says the Amazon on it. Yeah, the Amazon. So yeah, that was one cartoon that that's. Where, I mean, when I heard how complicit Bolsonaro is, in that acts an asshole. Absolutely, you can totally Bolsonaro. That's, that's quite nice, Bolsonaro. <laughs> 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 Is the pen mightier than the sword? Well, in the case of Jonathan Shapiro, a.k.a. Zapiro, and according to the French government, the saying is most definitely true. Last week, Zapiro was given a knighthood by the ambassador of France, Aurelien Le Chavier. He said Zapiro was bestowed the order because he shared, quote, the values that define and guide the French Republic. He went on to say, quote, the trilogy, equality, liberty and fraternity resonate perfectly with who you are, what you believe in and what you stand for. In this episode, we explore the backstory to this incredibly significant achievement, the release of his 28th book. Yes, that's right, his 28th published works. And we discussed the transcript that the Hawks read to Jonathan, which revealed that he was the target of a legitimate assassination from alleged jihadists, the Tulsi twins, Brandon and Tony Lee. So strap yourselves in and welcome back to the Matt Brown Show, one of South Africa's cultural and artistic icons, Jonathan Shapiro. And we're live. Hey guys, welcome back to another cracking edition of the Matt Brown Show. I am joined again by a man who seemingly is achieving more and more accolades internationally, Jonathan Shapiro. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. So no pressure then on me because I'm like standing in front of a man or with the man, I should say, literally standing. We're doing the standing version of the show these days. <laughs> uh, but um, we're here to talk about which book now is this, the 26th or 24th? It's the 24th annual, uh-huh. but it's my 28th book altogether because I've done four specials as well. So okay. yeah. Well, there you go. See, 28th. I've done one and I'm like, I'm pumped. Oh, that's different I'm genre. Like down there yeah. somewhere. No. <laughs> uh, this one is entitled uh, "Which Side Is Up." I'm holding it up uh, for you, chaps, there on my YouTube channel. If you are listening to this, we are on YouTube, so head on over there now, so you can see actually what goes on in the studio, which is a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but uh, Jonathan, which side is up? Tell us about this. Well, um, that for me, I, I, every year I pick something that seems to really nail the year or is, is either the big story or one of the big stories. And obviously from a very personal perspective, but uh, the, the cartoon, this cartoon is actually not even redrawn. I mean, I just sort of fixed it up and turned and used, used it, uh, reoriented it and put the cover, the, the, the title on and all that. But it, it's actually an actual cartoon that I drew at, uh, as we had our election, because I, I, you know, there were people in media, notably Peter Bruce. Geez, he's going to get tired of hearing me like slagging him off for doing this. But he was, Peter Bruce was earnestly saying, "You have to vote, you you have to vote for Cyril. You have to vote for the ANC because otherwise we're going to slip back into the abyss again. And Cyril's the best thing we've got." And da, 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 da. I heard that argument many many times. Now, I do think Cyril's the best thing. ANC has been able to put up there, but hell, the bar is low. Mm. The bar is shit low. I mean, mm-hmm. the bar is like down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about Zuma, and then you've got to go a step up. Well, obviously, Cyril is more than a step up, as many steps up, but uh, but really, the ANC has taken us into a dark, dark, dark hole in this last decade, and even a bit before that. 
So um, I, I, I was thinking, well, I'm not going to be browbeaten into voting ANC. I'm a, I'm a ANC. I at one stage was a card carrying member of the ANC, and you know, I was, an, I, I was more of a UDF activist in the old days, but I certainly was an ANC member, an ANC supporter. Mm. But don't tell me to vote ANC when when the ANC is split down the middle between you know the two factions. You, essentially, it obviously came from ACE, mm. ACE Magashula, Secretary General of the ANC. There's the like Zuma shower woven into his half of the ANC, and, of course, and, and his yeah. hand in the till, and he's stabbing the king. So you know, of course, at the top supposedly is the king buffalo with mm-hmm. his hand on the scales of justice, uh, Cyril Cr, all that. But uh, really, which half is? I don't know even if he's got the bigger half of the mm. ANC. So I didn't vote. Yeah, you know, I actually voted for the Revolutionary Socialist Workers' Party. <laughs> Seriously, seriously, because I wasn't going to go and vote DA. I mean, look at the the DA is appalling. What is going on there now? I mean, you're you're based in Cape Town. You you play in these circles all the time. What's uh, going on there with Musi Momani and uh, you know the political wrangling internally there? They've kind of lost their you way. You know what? Right? I, they don't even know what's going on. Do you I, think I know what's going on. Yeah, it, it's it, I look. I don't want to say that there's nothing good there. I don't want to say there's nothing good in the ANC either. The, 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 the DA has been very good on some of the anti-corruption stuff that they did during the Zuma years. They've been very good on some principles and whatever. But, you know, their economic stuff is very much – it's very similar to the ANC, even a fraction more to the right. ANC is kind of centrist. It used to be a kind of – I mean, it had much more left-wing – uh, and more progressive stuff in its in policies. They've tried. They've, I think they've lost faith in uh, in, in 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 really pushing. And the, the, look, the, and to, for, to be fair to the ANC, they've put a social network in place um, and and the social grants and that kind of that was very important. But they've, you know, the Zuma the Zuma guys have hollowed out uh state organs they've 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 hollowed out the the the, the mechanisms that were set in place during the Mandela era mm. and uh, the DA they were able to fight against the Zuma stuff in a good fight back but uh now that they've got now that Suriram pauses there they kind of don't know where they are mm. and i think you could say the same thing for the EFF the EFF has grown a little bit but um they've sounded more and more crazy as their own corruption is exposed and uh, and I, I think I mean even somebody like Boisen Glozio I thought was kind of sharp. Geez, he hasn't been sounding very sharp recently. So you know I'm I'm afraid that the, the I do think that the hope of the country does still rest with the ANC mm. uh, if they can get their act together. I would love to see them split. I've been wanting to see them split for years. Why though? Because I don't. I think that the the the, other, the one half of the ANC is irredeemably corrupt. And the other half of the ANC is only kind of sort okay. of corrupt. Yeah, it's it's, it's but a, they're all corrupt. Uh, most of them. Most of them. Um, I think that there are still some good people in 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 the ANC, and I think they've got some good policies somewhere or other. But they really have to get rid. You look look what's happened recently. You have uh, Lindiwe Sisulu, uh, who's appointed one of the worst of the Zuma Ace bunch, Patabili Damini, to have like a high position in housing how can you do that mm-hmm. uh, i mean that that's happened while i've been on you know speaking about my, my my new book speaking about uh you know where things are uh and they do this kind of thing i mean just like what faith can we have in the so-called you know the cyril faction mm-hmm. 
if that's what they if that's the degree of pragmatism and cynicism that they operate with. Yeah. Look, I mean, I, I get, I do a lot of speaking, um, especially around my book. By the way, uh, Zapiro's full story is in fact in my number one Amazon best-selling book called Your Inner Game. Well, Thanks very on much. That. Jeez. Uh, thank Impressive. you very much. But I mean, it's your kind of story, right? That makes that book. It's actually got very little to do with me and everything to do with like human potential and stuff like that. Um, but, um, but you know, I was at the business book club the other day um, in a wine cellar talking to like 50 of their members and they got this really cool um, program where they gift uh, books to um, to kids at in libraries and things like this in underprivileged communities. Anyway, so one of the questions was asked about, you know, the youth unemployment and, uh, you know, you always get asked these kind of questions and what's the solution there? Um, with your political hat on, um, is this going to change ever? You know, if you think about youth unemployment being 70% and the impact that that, you know, youth dividend is going to have on, it's a time bomb waiting to happen. Um, and, you know, you're covering this political landscape all the time. And, you know, as entrepreneurs, my audience being a lot of C-suites, business leaders of the community across Africa and also internationally, um, you know, looking at Africa, specifically South Africa, you know, where does the buck stop now? Because, the, you know, Cyril's on this, you wanted to raise 100 billion rand, I think it was. Mm. Is that the right number or something like that? To, to help, you know, stimulate the economy. You've got failing infrastructure. You've got corruption, as you've touched on. Like, what do you see as the silver lining in this very dark cloud? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, I know being an entrepreneur can be a very lonely experience. You sometimes get stuck, don't you? Well, if you're like me, being stuck sucks. But what if you could access the minds of over 850 CEOs who have built companies generating billions of dollars in revenue and access all of that knowledge in a fraction of a second? Well, the good news is you can literally do that today. What my team have built is Matt Brown AI. It is trained on all the interviews, over 850 of them that I've done to date, all my books, all the knowledge capital that has been generated over the last 10 years right here on the Matt Brown Show. And you can get access to all of that right now for free. So how do you get access to this? Well, head on over to mattbrownshow.com and at the top you'll see community. Hit that link, sign up, it's absolutely free and you'll be given instant access to Matt Brown AI and a community of over 100,000 subscribers. To be, I, I mean, I don't see one silver lining. I, I mean, at the moment, I do think we are. I mean, as you said, we in a pretty dark place. Somebody in a, in, a, in a, one of the talks I did yesterday in, in an auditorium filled with parents of kids and not that many kids because they're writing exams, but uh, said, "When are we going to go the way of Zimbabwe?" So they put. It, she put it even more starkly than than you have. And I suppose that then makes me do the pushback. And the, the pushback is we actually are not going to go the way of Zimbabwe. What makes you say that? You though? see, so if you, to, if you ask me that, like that question, are we going to go? I think, so the silver lining, well, what I, my answer there was we have some people in those or those political parties who still are good. We have some, but we have a fantastic media. We really do. Even though there have been some issues, the media is under pressure. We've had media brought, in fact, Daily Maverick, who I work for, brought Gupta leaks and brought them to things like the Amabungani, who are the offshoot of the old good 
Mail and Guardian, when the Mail and Guardian was good. And uh, they've now gone out independently and they work with Daily Maverick. They were doing the stories that Daily Maverick brought out through the, the, the 200,000 leaked emails, the Gupta leaks. Uh, Amar Bungani had been doing those stories for seven years and then they had this kind of corroboration. And between them and some other people, I mean, they essentially managed to bring down Zuma and the Guptas. Mm-hmm. So the media is great. Uh, then civil society, there are many, many organizations doing incredible stuff. There, there's, there's structures in place. There are people who step up out of the shadows uh, of, of deployment, uh, of sort of crap deployment. I mean, people like Tuli Moroncello, who was de- deployed by Zuma, I mean, appointed by Zuma as an ANC person, to essentially kind of cover for him in the way that I think previous public protectors had covered for the ANC. And, the, and I mean, the, the current public protector, unfortunately, is a, is a step down, like, even below anything we could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's crazy. But but you had two demands. So you have other people as well who, you, who, who are, are sort of put in place to do the dirty work of whoever's most corrupt at the moment. And they decide, now, hang on a second, I'm actually going to do my job. And to me, that's that's one of the reasons that this country has not slipped into the abyss. We 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 we're, we're teetering at the moment. We really are. But I I just think I think that we just have to hope that all the different kinds of things that people are doing, young people coming up with amazing ideas that you, every now and then you hear that, and, and we've got our own Greta Thunbergs here. I mean, may, maybe not as high profile, but but people who make in, make some sort of impact and start to change the argument. Mm. That's all we if we if we lose let's let's put it this way, I may be wrong. Maybe it's not gonna happen like that, but if we lose hope in those kind of things working together, then we might as well just say, Okay, say goodbye to the country because it will go down the tubes. Mm. The only thing I will do, you know, I, I basically to answer this problem, you know, because a lot of people are leaving. In other words, they they're running away, they're not running towards something. Um and uh and for me, nothing is, and even like I'm moving to America in, in less than a year. Um, and I'm not leaving, I'm not running away from South Africa. I'm running towards the opportunity of America. And that's, that's, um, there's probably be a little bit of both, I guess, if I'm brutally honest. But, you know, under Trump, it's not exactly awesome there. You know what I'm saying? Like that guy could start a nuclear fucking war and you'd wake up on one morning, check Twitter, because I follow him on Twitter, and it's like done. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you never know with this guy. I mean, the Syria story, he pulled out the U- U.S. troops mm-hmm. on the border there, and, and obviously, you know, loads of Kurds got killed, unfortunately. He's, he's politically reckless. And and, he, uh, yeah, he's, he's part of a, a kind of a wave of ho- horrifying, almost all-male, uh, sort of patriarchal, uh, populist bullies mm. um, who've, who've really taken root all over the place. I mean, down in, in Brazil, you have Bolsonaro, who's uh, Trump is good buddies with almost all of these people. I mean, you have Putin in Russia, you have Trump, you have Bolsonaro, you have Erdogan in, 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 in Turkey. I mean, well, you have, you've, have had uh, how long he'll be, he's around. So, they're, they're, But there are, there are so many of them, and then all over the world, uh, the crown prince of, of uh, uh, Saudi, uh, and and Trump is yeah yeah Trump happens to it's kind of no coincidence that he's buddies with all of these people, mm. um, but uh, it, it it's it's ve- it is scary. It's very scary. Yeah, and this is this is what I wanted to get into with you was that you know and again like I put this tweet out the other day, there are riots in Chile, 
mm. protests in France. Yep. There's pro- there's uh, you know uh, unrest in Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, as you said, Turkey, America, England, Brexit. Yeah. I mean, of where course. does the li- I mean that's just off the top yeah, of my head. You if you actually did some digging, Boris Johnson's and so on. Yeah. Colombia. Yeah, is another one. Yeah. Um, and so when you see all of this, and when you consider the power of of, of media, which is completely you know, in terms of DNA entwined in the political fabric and the narratives that come out of these countries. Um, it's uh, the point I want to land here very in a long winded, in a long winded way is that when you see all of this stuff, it's very easy to get on the, on the negative train, the hurt train and that the world's fucked. It's all over, blah, blah, blah. But for me, it's nothing is ever as bad or as good as it seems. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't mind moving to America, even if Trump's there. Yeah. I don't, because he's not going to be there for much longer. And then you're going to have another problem s- sitting in the presidency. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I, geez, I'm, I'm so in, like in two minds about what's going to happen with Trump. I don't know. I mean, wh- one day I think that he cannot survive the stuff that's happening now. But on, in the next day, I think oh, it, it's incredible what the Republican Party is prepared to absorb and how much damage they're prepared to absorb for this guy mm. uh, who they didn't Just even want in the first place. And, and uh, you know, middle America and all of that is, they, 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 you know, it's the way that people are kind of, they just find their news wherever they want it, and they find like rubbish on 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 Fox and 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 further right and Breitbart and all of that, and that's what they you know that everything is put through that filter. Um, mm. You know, maybe he will survive longer than 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 I might we might think today that he'll survive. So I don't know, but the the, the thing is to me is is. Like I'm not, I can, I'm not religious. So where do I get my ethics from? It's, it's you somewhere along the line you develop a kind of a set of ethics that you try and live by, and it's a, it's around human rights, and it's around trying to make things better, and it's around uh, trying not to shut up if you if you if you think it's going to make a difference to say something. And I think you know as long as you work with people who also do that kind of stuff. Um, that that's all you can do. Mm. If you if you succumb to the thing of saying, you know, I give up, uh, and anything I do won't make a difference, uh, then you know, then that's, it's over. Uh, then it is. Then it's over. Mm. So yeah. So all we can do is do like you know, just keep on trying to enjoy the stuff that you do. Where you, uh, you know, what it's it's actually quite a nice thing. You get quite a kick out of fighting against the assholes. Now uh, that that is, and I mean, you know. Boom! Yeah. You heard it here first. It's a that that in itself. Well, you've done that your entire life. Well, yeah, sure. And and, I, and as a cartoonist, I mean, I know that I have more chance than most because I have a bigger mm. voice than some people, and I and I have a, a medium, a genre where you know, put one thing again, one thing you put A and B together, and you make Z, and you and it's like a surprise, and that's that's what cartooning is all about. That surprise, that little chemical thing in your brain that. Like when I see it, I piss myself. Then I think, well, that, that's 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 going to work. <laughs> yeah, I just did this. I'm quite funny. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, but believe me, there's a lot of angst that goes there. A lot of times, and I think, does it work? Does it work? Does it work? And then I show it to other people. They piss themselves. Okay, okay, then, then it uh-huh. works. But yeah, it's no. The, I, I don't want to say that I, I. I go through a lot of angst. I, I, I once did a, a drawing of myself on a therapist's couch, saying, if if I have a day without self doubt, I worry. So uh, you know, I do, I do that's have that so that that side to, to myself. So let's talk about funny, haha. So um, on uh, you for our YouTube viewers, Amazon Prime videos, uh, viewers rather, 
Um, this is the cart. Well, you, you describe this one. So it's a chicken. Well, you see, what uh, is go- what's the context, okay, Gracie? Okay, it's well, a first of all, uh, uh, okay, if you don't even see the, the cartoon first, it's um, you know that uh, of course we've had the the, the Zondo Commission. Zondo Commission is actually the word of the year, so I don't even need to like you know in South Africa, the word of the year. But it's two words, but Zondo Commission because it's been in the news so much, and it's all about trying to get to the bottom of the, where these bastards have been and taken this country. So. We then have uh, Gavin, we have Gavin Watson's name cropping up all the time in Basasa, uh-huh. and um, this 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 group that had an, a, a, an empire to e- at least the equal of the of the Guptas, uh, taking us down the state capture road, uh, you know, with Zuma and, and Co. And then we suddenly, I just, I just had this. We 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 kept wondering, we would would Gavin Watson? We heard Agritzi's evidence at the Zondo Commission about the Watson brothers, and and then, then we heard that in Basasa, chicken was code for cash bribes. Did you, did you hear that thing? No. no. no okay. Well, we, we, we watched different news. No, it was big news, but the chicken is code for cash bribes. So they would, they would have, so I thought, well, chicken. chicken. And that was the spark, and I was in a hotel room on a, on a speaking tour of something, and I had to come up with, and I suddenly got this flash Zondos, like Nando, obviously uh, yeah, just yeah. had Zondos, Nando's, and there's Gavin Watson, Zondos flame grilled, and uh, the, the Watson brothers, and Pasasa, <laughs> and ANC product, and you know did the whole Nando's thing, and there's the little chicken context. So the cartoon, <laughs> it, it worked really well. The next morning, I showed that cartoon at uh, at a um, at this conference, and it worked really, really well. Then, uh, uh, some time later, I was at an at an I was speaking again somewhere else mm-hmm. and I showed this card it usually gets a fantastic laugh mm-hmm. and it was just flat dead it was in the morning and, I, and it's like quiet whoa and I thought something's wrong and then I showed the rest of my cartoons everyone laughed da, 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 it all worked at the end of the thing somebody ran up to me with his phone and he like stuck his phone in my face he said, have you seen this and Gavin Watson had driven himself into that pole at the oh, Tambo airport and killed himself what did and that happened and the news came through while I was oh showing that cartoon, you see. That's crazy. And then like four more people came running up to me and showed me their phones and like said, mm. so I realized why the cartoon had landed badly. Mm. But now it lands well again mm. uh, because uh, people, <laughs> people have I mean, short memories, right? Uh, well, well, Gavin Watson, I mean, late unlamented. Um, so, That's why I love yeah. it when people <laughs> listen to the show at all. It's really horrible. It's a horrible thing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, really. It's time you'll I, never get back. If you want one person to be horrible about, let's make it Gavin White. No, and Zuma. And, and another, we can add, we can keep adding to the list. You must just keep coming back every week, dude. By the way, um, I had Stilly Sharalambus on the show not too long ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the, by the way, guys, if you don't know who that is, he's uh, the founder, CEO one of the CEO of, of Daily Maverick. Daily Maverick, my fantastic. The, I'm yeah. lucky enough to be doing drawings for Daily Maverick. Yes. Uh, it's the, yeah. the place to be for yeah. really good so stuff. So about, yeah. I think it was 203 or somewhere down there, episode 203. So have a look for that one. Um, speaking of Bolsonaro, I want to do this one. So this yeah. is uh, Trump with Bolsonaro holding a flamethrower and then the at the guy basically getting his hair burnt to shreds and it says the Amazon on it. The, the Amazon. So yeah, that was one cartoon that, that's where, where, I mean, when I heard how complicit Bolsonaro is. In that acts an asshole. 
Absolutely. You can totally... Bolsonaro. That's, That's quite nice. Bolsonaro. <laughs> <laughs> there you and, go. and Trump, of course, just taking a selfie in the background. And it's all, of course, uh, in a parody is one of our favorite weapons in, in, in cartooning and satire. Mm. So it's, it's clearly, everybody knows the, the, this, this image of Munch, the scream. It's become one of the most famous images in the world. So mm. it works easily and well for cartoons. Yeah. And Tommy, why does Trump have a shower on his head there? A golden shower. Oh, yeah, this is like this. This is a kind of place where I can tell this. I've, I've sometimes been asked this when there's a lot of kids around, which is uh, a little okay. more difficult. Yeah. But the golden shower of Trump is actually okay. Here's the thing. Um, okay. Um, there was a Russian intelligence which said that, and 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 U, uh, U.S. intelligence took it seriously enough to actually make a thing of it, and it then became a story on CNN that. You know, so the golden shower okay, basically is someone who gets sexual pleasure from mm. being urinated on. Mm-hmm. Trump makes it his own and does worse. He apparently, when he was in Russia, he got mm. sex workers to pee on the bed that the Obamas slept in. What? How, how disgusting is that? I mean, how he's got a, like a racial edge how? to Because Russian, look, Russian intelligence said it. U.S. intelligence took it seriously enough to actually make a thing of it. So, I'm, I mean, I didn't, like ma- I didn't make it up. I didn't make the, you, you go back. CNN then ran the stuff. And then Trevor Noah, our Trevor Noah, mm. did a hilarious piece with, like, golden stuff, golden, like, shower things. And, I mean, you know, golden uh, stuff in the bathroom and all mm. that. Mm-mm. And I then thought, sure, wow, that's, like, that's my, that's my stuff. Mm. There's, there's a golden shower there. So I did a golden shower on Trump. I did it a couple of times, and then I I looked for Trevor. Yeah. I looked at that's look, so gross, isn't it? I looked for Trevor's uh, email, which I I didn't. I think I I actually asked Nick Rabinovitz because I wasn't yeah. sure I'd lost it or something because I used to know him on the yeah. sort of on the way up, you know. Yeah. And um, now I look at you. I know. Yeah. yeah. yeah you so, just plateau, dude. Uh, absolutely. So anyway, so I try to get hold of Trevor, <laughs> and I send him this email. I say, Trevor, is this still your email? And he sends it, yes, it's me. So I said, hey, um, look at these drawings. Um, you gave me a golden opportunity, so to speak. Mm. And he says, um, he sent me back an email that said, I bet my staff you'd do it. So you won me money and a gift. Oh, really? And I said, oh, wow. Trevor has Jeez. told in America, he said, like, hey, there's this dude back home who puts the shower on the president's head. Now he's going to put a golden shower on Trump. Nazi. Hey, so I put that on the back of one of my books. I said, "Hey, I don't, he said, can I put that on the back?" Now we're not trying to get hold of him. I can't get hold of him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's too big now, man. Know. You know what I mean? He's like even he's giant. for uh, even for you, by the way, who is now, as far as I understand this, a knight in the order of arts and letters. This is basically a knighthood from the French president. And yeah. Trevor Noah won't even talk to you. That's disgraceful. <laughs> no, 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 I don't think Trevor won't talk to me. Let's he's, get him on the show for his full he's account. Just, he's just got lots of fences. Can you imagine how busy the dude is? I mean, huh? selling out Madison Square Garden and all yeah, that but you're stuff. you're a knight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe I should put that on I mean, my how next busy email. Could you be? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Monsieur Trevor yeah, yeah, from Le Chevalier. There's Chevalier des Arts Oh. Yeah. Do. He's do. got to respond. <laughs> Mubien. Mubien. So, um, yeah, well, I, I, yeah, the reason I had this was that the, the ambassador of the new ambassador of France made the most incredible speech. 
at the presentation ceremony in Cape Town last week. And I don't know if you want me to read any Dude, of it. Please, but before you do that, just give us some context here. Why are you being knighted? Like, it's like, how did you, how does anyone, a cartoonist from Cape Town, you know, even though you're amazing, um, and despite how awesome you are in 28 books, whatever the case is now, um, <laughs> but how, I mean, like, fuck. But um, why are you being knighted by the French government? Like, how does that come about? The French government. Um, in, in 1957, they established this high cultural order, and they are. They, I think it's incredible. They look around the world for people who are. They look in France and they look elsewhere, uh, and they try. They try and acknowledge and recognize people who they feel have done something in, in, in to to further the freedom of expression, further the arts, further culture. Uh, in, across the spectrum of culture, I mean, people like uh, Angelique Kidjo, uh, uh, Steven Spielberg, Susan Sontag, uh, here, Johnny Clegg, which is amazing. Mm. In South Africa, there's a, just a few. William Kentridge. William Kentridge. another one. Zanella Maholi. Yeah. Gregory McCloma. This is a big deal. Uh, Brett Bailey, Sylvain Stryker, I think, and myself. I think that's the full list of South Africans in this one. Um, and then, but yeah, I, you there's so many uh, great international uh, artists of all kinds who've been uh, acknowledged, and it's uh, yeah, it's amazing to be part of that. So this president, it was in Cape Town, and he did the speech the, or the ambassador. The ambassador. So sorry. it's basically the president. The, 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 the obviously they rely on people who are in the countries. Sometimes I'm sure they see things from France, but they rely on. Uh, so the ambassadors will say, you know, this is a person who seems to be doing, and that's apparently how my name got put forward. Then it goes through the minister of culture and then the president appoints. So it's all of the, all of them involved, president, minister of culture, ambassador, mm. and even the consul in Cape town. And so what did he say? Walk us through the speech. Well, he said, talking about cartooning and he said, they play with fire. He said it in a wonderful French accent, which I'm not going to attempt. And when I say fire, I refer to all its meanings. One mistake and a bonfire is lit. One step across the border and the dragon of censorship is awake. One step back, you burn the idea. One step aside and the anger of the mob bites you. Three steps away from the politically correct and you may unleash the fury of the government and the, and the faithful servants of the moral laws. If you're too harsh, you create pain. Too blunt, you cause suffering. Too clear, you're not funny anymore. Too ambiguous, too vague, you miss the point. And then another section. Cartoonists are like an archer, an arrow that can never miss the very center, the dark spot of the target, a long distance away. Every day they walk on the tightrope. But when they walk, and then he was he was said like, like that's, uh, sorry, like Zapira. I mean, I'm, I'm not reading that to add my name in it, but he was... I love the speech. When they walk, like Zapira, on the ground, they really play with a good type of fire. The kind of fire that ignites laughter when you think you're no longer able to laugh. The kind of fire that heals the pain, that lifts the suffering. It's the light of a sun that shows the true face of the beauty, or on the other hand, the ugliness of a human soul. A fire that spreads to the mind and sparks a series of thoughts and new ideas. A fire that we can share with friends, with colleagues, with strangers in the street. A fire that is at the heart of art, at the essence of what we call literature or letters in French. Mm. How's that speech? That's crazy, man. So oh, that's, words, that's eh? the most amazing speech I've ever 
had written but it about sums things that I've up been what you in. do and what you're about so account. well here. Yeah, yeah. Sure, that's incredible. So, yeah. um, let's do quote of the day. Should we do it? Sure. Because I think that's a good point of departure, right? <laughs> Take us through this one. Uh, I mean, that's, that's one that I often use. It's like the title of some of the talks I do. Careful, this pen is loaded. But it's, it came from a cartoon that I did about none other than Jacob Zuma. Uh-huh. Because Jacob Zuma came to, um, he basically, when he sued me for the second time, yeah. but for the Lady Justice cartoon, I, uh, I did a cartoon of, of Zuma and a bunch of kind of thugs and police and whatever and, and coming to my door. And I answer the door and, I, and then I, I just, I say, careful, careful, all I have is the pen. They've got all their guns and whatever. And then I say, careful, this pen is loaded, yeah. which it is. And I hope, you know. Well, the pen is more powerful than a gun. Yeah, I also had in another some, little in quote. In some I, contexts. Yeah, one little quote that they Unless had up you're at, dead. at the front. At the front Literary Festival, they asked me for something for a, for a for poster there. So I, I did one. The pen is funnier than the sword, which, <laughs> which is well, also. Well, the funny thing is you're talking about fire, right? Is that um, those, weren't there French cartoonists that got killed in France? Yeah, the, 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 the sort of tough stuff, the difficult stuff that, mm. uh, is, is this, that, I began my acceptance speech by saying something that is, um, I would have said, even if there wasn't a connection with me, the uh, the French who are the very, uh, the, the, the people who developed some of those concepts of freedom of expression that we are able to use as satirists and, and people in society generally, you know, liberty, equality, fraternity, that's the one thing, but then, a whole lot of the the best satirists and the best uh, uh, caricaturists, like Daumier, mm. in the uh, only uh, like fifty years after the French Revolution, were having to fight against uh, the the powerful yet again, and mm. they did it incredibly well. And they were jailed. Daumier was jailed. Uh, the, his publisher Philippon was also jailed. I told a story about his publisher Philippon. Now, jump a couple of centuries ahead, and in France, in Paris. You had the officers of Charlie Hebdo that were attacked by jihadist mm. gunmen and mm-hmm. 12 people were massacred. Five of them cartoonists, the Charlie Hebdo cartoonists um, who, are, who are named you know, by name. And, they, uh, and that was in 2015. What I didn't know at the time was that there was a planned assassination on me at that very moment. I only found that what? out in 2017. Now, the, if you go, okay, go and look up the Tulsi Twins case. The Tulsi Twins, they, here in Joburg, they are these, they were then 19 years old. They had been prevented from leaving to go and fight for ISIS. They wanted to fight for ISIS. Mm. Their families, to their credit, had told the police about them. And they had been stopped. And then they were looking around for things that they could do that would further the aims of jihadism. And they made contact with an operative in Kenya. I was actually planning a trip to Kenya in 2015, and I had a gut feeling that I shouldn't go. Mm. I was a bit worried about like how where things stood with me because I knew I'd done a Prophet Muhammad cartoon in 2010, mm. and the, the consequences of that are that be, there are people who want to kill you. I had six death threats in 2010, and I was beaten up on the fan walk uh, in, in yeah, during the World them. Cup. Yeah, so I'd had that experience. Now in 2015, I didn't know these Tulsi twins were actually. They were conspiring with this guy in Kenya who said that I was a legitimate target because I had drawn the mm. messenger of Allah. When does that go away? 
I'm afraid really. never. So even this now, as we go, it, it's risky. Mm. But I'd rather have it out there than than cover it up. Mm. Um, and it was also banner headlines in one of the newspapers here, here up here in Job. It was the Times uh, mm. when it still printed its mm. newspaper. It wasn't only online. And uh, they and so the Tulsi twins were at that very time. The Charlie Hebdo people were were, were killed. Were, were planning. As they said, apparently, small arms, explosives, or poison. That was what they could use for me. Which is your preferred way in case. <laughs> I, yeah. you, quite, you know, that's the first time anybody's asked me. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I think you should have a, I think you yeah, should have a preferred option. Like, okay, dudes, I, I'll go. Uh, let me go the quickest one. Which yeah, is, exactly. Yeah, you know actually, I mean? actually not. I'll, I'm, I'm happy they're sitting at the moment. Well, I'm, I'm, apparently I may be um, required to give evidence. Really? I was told that by the... Investigating authorities. So, well, yeah. it seems to me that you've opened uh, Pandora's box. I don't think I opened it. I mean, I know I've said it now, but it was uh, it was opened already. <laughs> <laughs> Good sound so, effect. So we're going to play a game of Pandora's box. It's oh a new God. segment of the show. This I is where I think I'm going to be. You get to take this. me on in Mortal Kombat. Oh gosh! So, so walk around that okay. side. All right, I'll give it a shot. So basically, how. Uh, how Pandora's box works is you get to fight me <laughs> uh, and uh, I get to ask you rapid fire questions at the same time. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. okay. So you can, I'll move it this way. Okay, get that mic near your, your all thing. Right, all right. Okay, so basically, um, how this works is let me do this. I'm going to go Mortal Kombat 2. Right, so. I think I should get my son to stand in for me. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm like frozen here. I, I okay. never do so, these Somehow things. I chose, uh, what's his name? Scorpion. Uh-huh. Which guy do you want to be? Uh, Liu Kang. Uh, or Sub-Zero. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be the woman with a, I'll be the woman with a, yeah, I'll be her. What's her name? What, what I have you? no idea her name is. Yeah. What's her name? MK. MK. What? Oh, that's no, okay. That, okay, no, that's used, fine. Used to, that used to be something I identified okay, with. Okay, ready. Okay. They say men can't multitask. That's how you jump, and you got to hit these buttons here. Okay. okay. So basically, um, what's the greatest lesson your father ever taught you? Uh, uh, to ass, think yeah. of other people as much as I think of myself. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you, do you feel that you actually do that? Though? Uh, no, I, I try, but uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, let me see. What are you, oh. what are you really bad at? Um, I'm I'm bad at these kind of video games. <laughs> I started out with games like where it just went like ping, ping, ping in like 1976 or something. So oh oh yeah oh see, yeah no, take that. <laughs> oh, oh reptile, geez. that's his name, Scorpion. What the fuck? Uh-huh. okay. So I'll, um, so are you competitive? Um, yes, in things that I think I might know. I am even in things that I can't. Oh yeah. Ah, okay. Ah, like. Jonathan, just hit okay. me. Hit, hit me. Hit, hit. So you drew, you drew blood now. All right. Okay. This oh, is yes, I jump over. Oh, yes. Oh. Take that. Uh, so okay. basically, guys, if you want to watch me uh, kick Jonathan's ass at a game yeah, of no. Mortal Kombat, you can subscribe on my YouTube yeah. channel. Uh, <laughs> who won that round? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yes. You're getting taken an ass beating here, Je- Jono. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. So, talk to me about the future of your cartoons. Apparently, you're going in uh, like a new direction. Except anything digital, nothing, nothing like that. As you can see, it will not not do well. You don't no, want to do no, digital no, cartoons. No, 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 no digital. No, nothing digital. Hey, hey. All be, oh, excuse me. But I want me. to do comic strips. Did I just knock you, you just, out? You did. Yay! <laughs> I don't know how. I did. 
Okay. You had me distracted uh, by doing non-digital cartoons. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, that was That's me just nasty. Hey, Jesus. Why are you being nasty uh, to me? Um, what oh, I, what the hell, dude? You can't shoot that I, shit at me? I have no idea what I just... Oh, yes. She's, okay, now you're just showing off. Oh, oh, oh. Jono, I haven't lost yet. Don't be that oh, guy. No. Here I come. Oh, no, no. I've, I've, oh, I, yes. I've killed three times. In what, was that me being killed? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you want to do digital cartoons? Um, oh, my God. Oh yeah! Uh, oh wait, wait, wait! John, you have to answer oh, the question. Digital content because because I'm going to completely cuck at them, and because I like having originals. I don't like having things that, that are just virtual. I want to have oh, yes. a piece of paper Sorry, dude, with stuff on it. Oh, jeez! Okay, I, I think that's a you. complete victory. <laughs> 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 Thanks for playing the game of Mortal Kombat. Okay. Go have a seat right. there or stand, actually. Jeez. Oh, I'm, I'm exhausted. Yeah, thank you. Me too. That was uh, tough. Tough beating you. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll wrap this up. I know you've got to get on to another media interview. Um, so what's next for you? What can we expect from the man, the legend? Look, in the short term, absolutely. I'm still completely committed to these cartoons. I mean, I keep getting excited by them. There's like I've recently just got very excited by the rugby. Um, yeah. I, I, have, I, I have to. I, I love that stuff. And yeah, no, I'll keep on. I'm, I'm still at Maverick. In the medium term, I'm going to start doing my stories in graphic form. And that's mm. something that that's, I don't know how and when and where all it's going to work, but that's the sort of medium term. Short term, you can expect, yeah, another book will be out next year. And, I'll, and, just, and I hope people will watch Maverick because it is some of the most important journalism that's been done in this country. Yep, Daily Maverick. And anywhere. Dailymaverick.co yeah. today, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And Jonathan, thanks for coming back on the show. It's brilliant. been a thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And, I enjoyed uh, it as well. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome back anytime. Thanks, man. Cheers, man. Bye. This edition of the Map Round Show is brought to you by NetworkSpace.co.za. In fact, our studios are here in building number four at Network Space up in Johannesburg. These guys have made us a huge deal, have really bent over backwards to give us the kind of service that most exciting businesses deserve. If you want more information about Network Space, you can actually come and check out our studio. We are always open to meet new entrepreneurs and business owners from around the country, and you can do that right here at networkspace.coza. Thanks for checking out the Map Round Show, guys. And if you'd like to get the Kung Fu put in your ninja, check out digitalkungfu.co.za. Ever wanted to become a best-selling author? Well, I'm in the influence business and I work with business owners and CEOs and business leaders to help them scale their influence. And we do this as a team by helping you to become a best-selling author, sought-after speaker and industry influencer in only 30 days. My team and I have developed a system that delivers a best-selling book and a launch campaign 300% faster and 50% less cost than anyone else in North America. This system is incredibly efficient. One of my clients Haiku went from a 2% share of voice globally to an 11% share of voice globally in only seven days. If you'd like more information, head on over to showworksmedia.com for more. That is showworks with an x.com.